Hi, welcome to Moments with Marilyn. I'm your host, Marilyn Boyer, the mom of 14 homeschool kids who love the Lord and love each other. I absolutely love young moms, and it's my passion to encourage you and share tips and tools to make your journey easier. Today, we have an exciting podcast. We're going to talk about an aspect of our ministry that you may not have heard about, the Uncle Rick Audio Club. And we'll get started in just a minute, but let me remind you that you can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, our YouTube channel, um, Spotify, anywhere that you find podcasts. So I hope you enjoy. Okay, this is going to be a special two-part series where we introduce you to an exciting aspect of our ministry, the Uncle Rick Audio Club. Let me introduce you to Uncle Rick. He's my husband. He's known by kids across the country as Uncle Rick, and he's going to tell you a little bit about what the club is. Okay, well, many years ago, I started recording scripture for my own kids, and they learned it so fast and so effectively that I recorded more scripture. And then I thought, what a great idea it would be to record some good books on other topics for the kids, books that I enjoyed personally and so forth. And then we discovered a source for old books. I mean books often over 100 years old, and they were just fantastic. So I recorded a bunch of them too. And the way I record them is in a very informal style. I don't use a soundproof office. I've got a plywood shack at my friend's farm where I call the little house in the pasture. And so each one of my Uncle Rick recordings begins, hey little buddies, it's Uncle Rick coming to you from the little house in the pasture where you can hear the birds sing, the cows moo, the horses neigh, and Uncle Rick talk to his little buddies. And indeed, you can hear all that stuff because I don't have a soundproof studio. And if uh, Mr. Ty the owner of the farm goes by on his tractor I'll just interrupt whatever I'm reading and say hey did you hear that little buddies or the goose honk honk down (laughs) at the pond say hey little buddies uh here Uncle Titus just went by on his tractor uh that means he's out bailing hay and I'm going to have some hard work to do in the afternoon helping him get that stuff into the barn or I'll be reading along and I'll see a groundhog down on the pond bank and I'll say whoa 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 you wouldn't believe the size of the groundhog that just ran across the pond bank down there. And I might talk about that for a minute. The idea is to make kids feel like they're right there in the little house in the pasture being read to personally by Uncle Rick. And so as I'm reading a historical book, I'll throw in some comments that I may happen to know about this character we're reading or this event we're reading about that the book doesn't deal with to make it a little more colorful for them. Sometimes I've even said, you know, I've been to that battlefield that we're reading about right now and share a little about what it looks like or something else that happened there or whatever. So... um, that's, that's the style of Uncle Rick. That's the flavor. And we sell a lot of our audio books in CD form, but... That's how we started out. That's how we started. Which, those are available on characterconcepts.com. Some of them are available at yes, Character Concepts. But here's the thing. Many of our books are long enough that they require more CDs than it would be economical to package together. So we've made them available along with all our other audios, all our audio books, uh, in the Uncle Rick Club. It's a tremendous value, $10 a month. You can download two, not one, but two complete, great audio books for kids. And then you are free 
to do what you will with them. You want to burn them on CDs so that Johnny and Susie and Tommy can all be listening to the same book in their bedroom at night as they go to sleep or at nap time or whatever. You want to make a copy to put in the car so you can listen to it on long car trips. Makes the time go by much faster. You have to be careful though. I've had more than one person tell me that they got so involved in the story that they ended up at the wrong place. So those are one of the hazards. Just put that little caveat in there. But it's a tremendous amount of listening pleasure for your kids for only $10 a month. You don't have to sign up for a year. There's no contract. You can quit anytime you want to. But I don't think you'll want to. And you see how great people used to write for kids. And you can choose any one you want. We have samples for each one. They're pictured on the Audio Club Mm -hmm. site. And you can choose any two you want. And, you know, if you have any problem, you know, you want to switch to another one, you are able to do that. Absolutely. Let me ask how you got started doing this. Did it start with your own kids? It did. Um, And you'll recall, I expect, the first time I recorded the book of Proverbs for the kids to listen to. At that time and bedtime and whenever they could. And uh, we were just amazed at how much scripture they memorized. And then after that, I thought, well, it'd be fun to record some other things. So we started doing that. Yep. You started back when you worked um, a day shift. So you didn't see much of our kids Mm -hmm. during the day. So he wanted to have some kind of way to influence them. Because by the time he, he got home, it was almost time for bed for them. So he recorded Proverbs. Tell us a little bit about what you do when you record the book of Proverbs. Oh, yeah. Well, with Proverbs, um, it's a very practical book. And it's uh, an important book because it's written by the wisest man in the world, preserved by the Holy Spirit of Scripture. And it's addressed to who? My son, my son, my son. So to me, it's the ultimate parenting book. All the things that I wish my parents had taught me, all the things I want my kids to learn, I've got it all in the book of Proverbs. And so uh, I think that's why we picked that first for our first recording. Um, But it just went on from there. It's just such a great book for parents and for kids. So our kids would... Like we would read family devotions at night and he would read the proverb according to the day of the month. Like if it was the 15th of the month, he'd read the 15th proverb and he would start reading the proverb and our kids would finish the verse. And we said, how did you know that verse? And they said, well, it's from these CDs you have us listen to dad. Oh, well, it was tapes then. It was tapes. We it's started tapes. with tapes. Yeah. Um, so give us an example of an example story he gives, he explains difficult words uh, as he goes throughout the book. Tell how you got to doing that. You did that for our Yeah, kids. well, it started out um, reading to our own kids. We were reading at night one time, and in Proverbs chapter 6, I came to the verse where it talks about how the wicked man winks with his eyes, signals with his feet, and points with his fingers. And there's no context given, it just says that. So one of the kids stopped me and said, what does that mean? So uh, I made up one of my example stories. And I said, okay, there's these two burglars, see? And they want to rob this wealthy old lady's house. But this is before the days of cell phones. <laughs> so one guy says, well, I got a plan. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll knock on her door. Tell her I do yard work in the neighborhood. I'll offer to do her yard for half what anybody else would charge. She'll hire me. I'll work there a couple afternoons a week. Watch her, see what her schedule is. And one day when I know that she's going to be gone a while, I will let you know 
and you can sneak around, break in the back, get the silver, and get gone while I'm still out in the front yard clipping the hedges in front of all the neighbors. Well, no, I couldn't have had anything to do with it. But the other guy says, well, that's cool, but how are you going to let me know? We can't be seen talking across the fence. So the first guy says, so we'll make up a code. Wink of the eye means one thing. Point of the fingers means something else. Moving the feet means something else. Nobody will ever know. Moral of the story, kids, when you see people communicating in a way that they don't want other people to understand, watch out for evil motives. So I think that's what that, why that's in there, and that's what I try to do with all my scripture. Scripture is intended to be read, studied, understood, and lived. And so as Uncle Rick, when I read scripture, I try to read it in a way that kids can live it. And I've had a lot of response on that. Parents and kids both really like it. Which I will give you a couple of um, endorsements that people have sent us after they've listened, after their kids have listened to Uncle Rick reading the Proverbs. Um, this customer says, I was also blessed to receive Uncle Rick reads the Proverbs. Marilyn recommended playing this audio during quiet time to give my kids a chance to hear the book of Proverbs. In fact, every character quality we need to know is embedded in this book of the Bible. Let me tell you, after listening to this audio about five minutes, I immediately thought to myself, this is my Uncle Rick too. I, the mom, was hungry to hear Rick read Proverbs to me, not just my kids. It may seem strange, but it was like inviting my Uncle Rick into my home so he could help me teach my children. It's now one of my favorite things to listen to in the car. And Uncle Rick feeds my soul every Sunday during my 30-minute drive to church. As Uncle Rick reads through the Proverbs, he stops and explains complicated words and concepts. I cannot wait to get another chance to purchase another audio. There are so many to choose from. Signed, A Grateful Mom. Hmm. Another one, Uncle Rick products are such a delight to our family. Our kiddos listen nightly to the Bible stories and fall asleep listening to God's Word. These Bible audios are a super reinforcement to what we as parents already teach our children. They provide our kids with a kind, gentle voice, pointing them to obey God and his word. Thank you. Another one said, we absolutely love Uncle Rick audios. My three youngest listen to them at bedtime many nights a week. I love his gentle reading voice as well as explanations along the way. What a terrific way for my kids to hide his word in their hearts. And just one more. I could go on. We've got yeah, you so could. many of these. I like that. <laughs> My kids just love Uncle Rick audios, and so do I. I know when they're listening, they're learning the concepts I want them to know. Mm. It's a blessing to have good products to aid in raising up the next generation of godly men and women. Thank you for putting these together. I really like that my children can get God's truth when we're on the road. There are many ways to use these audios. We played them for our kids at nap time and bedtime, and we found out that they learned tons of scripture to this very day. My kids are very familiar with the book of Proverbs. If you start a verse, they can probably finish it. Um, just from listening to it year after year after year, it's a great way to hide God's word in their heart. They don't even realize they're memorizing. It's just kind of a byproduct, and it was a wonderful thing in our family. And as you can see in many other families, you can use them during chore time. We've got some other endorsements where people said it makes chore time fun because that's when they let their kids listen to Uncle Rick's history audios, which we'll talk about in a minute. You, they're perfect for long car trips. Oh boy, when are we there? I'm hungry. Is it, are we almost there? Um, you know the questions you get. We never heard that, of course. Oh, of course not. But it's a great way. You pop in one of those and the whole family can enjoy listening. 
I know we heard from one boy. We get a lot of Uncle Rick letters from kids, and one little boy told Uncle Rick that they were listening to, I think it was Jack of the Pony Express, and the whole family was listening, and he said, we got home, and we weren't at the end of the chapter, so my dad just pulled in the driveway, turned off the car, and we finished listening to the end of the chapter. So it's something the whole family can enjoy. For like 30 minutes. Yeah, like 30 <laughs> minutes they sat in their driveway. Um, okay, so history. What about history? Well, in the days of the cancel culture, I think teaching history is more important than ever before. And if Absolutely. you if you required um, anybody, if you gave licenses to tear down statues and required anybody to have read one chapter of anybody's biography before they tore a statue down, I don't think it issued too many licenses. The fact is, we're ignorant of our history, but. Long ago, we were not. Long ago, people were patriotic because they understood the difference between America and its founding and the history of other nations of the world. Today, the schools just aren't teaching it. Um, the books in the library for young people are generally not very good at all. And so we've gone back and we have found some old books that told the truth about America and her heroes. And we have recorded those as Uncle Rick with all the personal touch and all the explanations and so forth. Lots of, oh yeah, those are some There's of a the... Few samples. Yeah, yeah. Some of, most of them are over 100 years old. And when these books were written, people still understood that kids needed to learn history and they needed to learn character. And that's, uh, that's why we started reading these books and they are just fantastic. I enjoy reading them, I know, as much as the kids enjoy hearing them. And um, it's just been, it's been very educational for me. And we get a lot of great comments from kids and their parents about what they're learning. I actually listen to them when I do errands. Like, whenever I'm in the car, I pop one in and I listen to it. And I'm the kind of person that has to hear something over and over before I really retain it. So I listen, like this is Patrick Henry, Firebrand mm, of the Revolution. Wow. Um, Paul Revere, and then we've got a bunch on the series of historical fiction. Talk a little bit about historical fiction and why it was written back then. Well, the neat thing about historical fiction is that it includes a lot of real history in it, too. And I find that authors who wrote 7,500 years ago had this goal in mind as well as just entertainment and then the character aspect of it. But they also taught kids an awful lot about history. And as I have read some biographies and so forth, which I do love to record for kids also, I find that when I read these historical fiction books, that there's just an awful lot of good, solid historical teaching in there as well. So uh, it's just a tremendous a treasure trove for our kids. These are the books that I wish I had read as a kid. Yeah. But by the time I came along, they had been replaced by newer, more modern books. These are the books that my great-grandparents read when they were kids. And uh, they're just a treasure trove. I really, really love them. Tell about this author. We have a whole series of Dave Dawson, World War II. Oh, uh, yeah, this guy who wrote the Dave Dawson books and the Red Randall books also, all about World War II, was actually a fighter pilot in World War I. And quite an extraordinary guy. His name's Sidney Bowen. But he wrote a, a big series of Dave Dawson's, and um, they, uh, they cover many different battles 
in the uh, both the Atlantic and the Pacific theater, European theater. So um, there's a lot of history in there, a lot of adventure. Boys and girls alike really enjoy these Dave Dawson books. We've also got the Red Randall series, or at least a whole lot of books in it, and we'll be recording those soon. Um, Today, we live in a time when the World War II veterans are dying off, and we've taken our kids to reunions of those veterans and to interview individual veterans because they are living history, and we're losing them day by day. When those, you know, you see, um, you see your World War II vets around town now, and the old man, you know, is bent over, maybe using a walker to get around. He's got his World War II veteran cap on. You know, we like to go up to those guys and say, hey, you were in the war. My dad was in the war. Thank you for your service. Where did you serve? That kind of thing. They really appreciate it. But what's significant, one thing is very significant, is that when those guys were little boys, the old veterans hobbling around their neighborhoods were Civil War veterans. And so in one lifetime, you have got a tremendous amount of American history and several American wars, all included in that time span. And so to reacquaint our kids with World War II is a stepping stone back to a lot more history. So these are really a valuable resource. They are. We are recording books throughout the history, American history. We start with the explorers we've got through World War II, but we're trying to find people to cover the entire span of American history. Right now, he's recording Teddy Roosevelt, yeah. and that's an awesome book. Um, just tell a little bit about Teddy. You know, Teddy was uh, an extraordinary man. Um, he was a man's man. He was born in, I believe, New York City, graduated from Harvard, born into a wealthy family. But he didn't take it easy like a lot of his wealthy young peers did. Instead, he lived what he called the strenuous life. He liked to camp out, go on uh, hunting expeditions and so forth, became a big game hunter. Um, he was uh, small and rather fragile in health as a boy. And so he became kind of health conscious became a boxer in college, and he was one not to be trifled with. He said it's every boy's responsibility to learn to protect himself and others. Um, but he served in so many capacities. Of course, he's known for his uh, leading the charge of the Rough Riders up San Juan Hill in the Spanish-American War. But uh, he was also a man's man in many other ways. He bought a ranch out in the West and uh, lived there for a long time. And on one occasion, he uh, decided he was going to break this wild horse. Well, the cowboys were all standing around the corral waiting for this Yankee to get his comeuppance because they thought, oh, this guy born in New York, went to Harvard. He's got to be a softy. Well, he got on this horse, rode him for a few seconds, got bucked off, broke a couple of ribs, and then got his breath back and crawled back on that horse. And with his broken ribs, he rode it to a standstill. And he broke that horse. That was the kind of a guy he was. He was a deputy sheriff for a while. He was police commissioner of New York City. He served in the New York Assembly. He was a New York governor. Later on, when uh, he was serving as vice president, uh, his boss, President McKinley, was killed by an assassin. And so he was sworn in as president. Uh, he was known for uh, conservation, for being a big fan of the outdoors and wanting to preserve it for future generations. 
Um, just so many accomplishments in one human life. It's quite amazing. And uh, I have to say, this is one of the books I have enjoyed more than even a lot of others, and I enjoy them all. Okay, um, we've heard so much from other people about how their kids enjoy it too. We had one young boy who begged his mom for a longer nap time so that he could listen longer to his Uncle Rick audios. Um, just what people are saying about the history audios. I'll read a couple. My children love the stories. They make history so interesting. My son says it's because of the details that most textbooks don't include. Uncle Rick is easy to listen to. We love his accents and explanations. He does give accents for the different characters. My children love hearing Uncle Rick tell stories and to hear them telling the stories over and over to families and friends. There are older family members who are surprised at the old stories my 12-year-old can recount. These radio dramas have challenged my boys so much. These stories are lives of real men and women who have led lives that inspire them to be men of character. That's our goal. I was not aware what a strong impact these people would have on my boys, but their play and their conversation has been challenged to imitate these individuals who do mm. hard things. Mm -hmm. So now we've told you a little bit about the great audio books, including scripture, that uh, I record as Uncle Rick. And your kids are going to love them. I know because I love them and thousands of kids all over the country love them, including my kids and grandkids. So let me tell you a little bit about the club and a special offer we're making to you just for the month of November this year. Um, we are going to give you a bundle of goodies as a special inducement to join the club. Remember, you don't have to join for any period of time. You can quit anytime you want, but we want you to try it out because if you don't, you are missing a resource that's going to make your life so much easier. When you don't have time to read to Junior, Uncle Rick does. Now, a special offer for the month of November. We have got a basket of goodies for you that you're not going to believe just for trying the Uncle Rick Audiobook Club. So, Coach, tell us about it. Okay, we have over $120 worth of digital products, a bundle that we are going to give you when you sign up for the Audio Club. There's a series of books that we call the American Adventure Series. They're out of print, but they're excellent books. Um, Cowboys and Cattle Trails, Squanto, John Paul Jones. There's nine of these books, People from History. They're pretty thick books, nine of them. You get all the ebooks, all nine American Adventure ebooks. You get three audios about Thanksgiving. This one is Little Pioneers. This is the book that Uncle Rick actually read from. He's turned it into an audiobook. You get, uh, oh, here is Little Pioneers. That's the audiobook he's turned it into. Yep. You also get Stories of the Pilgrims for Children and you get stories of the pilgrims. So that's three audiobooks about Thanksgiving, as well as the ebook about Squanto from the American Adventure series. You get that as well. You also get our history book, The Fight for Freedom, which Masterbooks had us write for them. Tell us a little bit about the fight for freedom. Well, the fight for freedom is the story of the American Revolutionary War itself. We follow it up with another history textbook, uh, 
called The Struggle to Become a Nation. That's about the actual founding and establishment of the country as a country. But in this book, we talk about the true historical roots of the American War of Independence. It wasn't a revolution, by the way. A revolution is when you overthrow an existing government. This was rather a rebellion against a tyrannical government, against a king who thought he was God, and uh, the bringing together of 13 different colonies under a constitution based on scriptural principles, whether anybody today wants to admit it or not. If you read the writings of the founders, you find out where they got their ideas for a constitution that's lasted longer than any other constitution of a free nation in the history of the world. So um, this is about the actual battles, the actual leaders. Your kids will get heroes to, to pattern their lives after, such as George Washington, Ben Franklin, Matt Anthony Wayne. You ought to see the story of storm, the storming of Stony Point. What a battle that was. Um, Benjamin Rush, Daniel Morgan, the old sharpshooter, Daniel Boone, the conqueror of Kentucky, Francis Marion, the swamp fox. What an amazing character he was. George Rogers Clark, the hero of Vincennes, marched his militia 200 miles through a freezing wilderness, often a flooded wilderness, the Wabash River and its tributaries. In freezing weather, they would wade through these rivers to go and attack the fort at Vincennes before the evil Hairbuyer Hamilton, a British general, could um, attack them in the spring. Uh, John Sevier, Nolichucky Jack, Simon Kent, and other heroes of the of the uh, Kentucky battles. Samuel Adams, Paul Revere, the true story of the battles of Lexington and Concord, and of course, Thomas Jefferson, uh, Israel Putnam, and so many more individuals and battles that your kids need to know. And the cool thing is, it's written in story form. Like Uncle Rick tells the stories of these people, and it's been proven that kids retain history better when it's oh, yeah. told in story form. Yeah. That's what they used to do in the 1800s. That's what your grandparents and great-grandparents, that's Long, how they learned history. Lots of great color illustration of events and people. Um, Don't it's forget just, the Uncle Rick stories. And the Uncle Rick call-outs here. Here's one called Striking at the British. And this has to do with uh, some of the battles of Nathaniel Green the homeschooled military genius who is believed by historians to be second only to Washington in military ability. And yet, he grew up a Quaker, which is a passive sect, and had to educate himself in military tactics. So it's just a great intro for kids, especially kids elementary, junior, high age, and it will make pages? history come to life. How many pages? How many pages? Our grandson <laughs> has it about memorized. He yeah, yeah. just reads it for fun yeah. all the time. Yeah. Nearly... 300 pages and it's just really well put together by master books you're gonna love this book so anyway you get all that just for trying out the audio club so if you join in the month of november you get over 120 dollars worth thank you for joining us today and please remember this is a two-part podcast the next part you can access now but grab your kids and gather them around you, and we're going to give you a little taste for what Uncle Rick Audio Club has to offer for you.